Welcome to Cheap Wine and Good Food, the podcast where I'm already about three bottles in. Thank you for joining us, and uh, please pour yourself a glass so you can hurry up and follow us on this train ride of destruction. (laughs) I'm Virginia Palencia, and today I am joined with my really good friend and neighbor, Michelle Bird. Welcome. (laughs) You're in for a ride. Oh, God. I don't know about podcasting after I've had this much to drink, but I would just like to point out that it's all Michelle Bird's fault. (laughs) I will take credit. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted the experience. Yeah. Which experience was that? The wine guild or just getting drunk? Both. Yes. As long as it's with you. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's, It's a good time. So, listen, I have, uh, listen, my faithful listeners, especially you out there in Slovenia, all 16 of you, (laughs) I'm internally grateful for you. I can't believe anybody takes the time to download this and listen to it. It's awesome. So, truly, all the blessings in my life from from me to you. Um, But what I have realized is that in my busy life, the way I want to run it right now is I want every weekend... To be organized around my wine drinking. I agree. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than this. (laughs) This is the best part. It's like a life hack. So this first one's on the house, people. Um, If you have a wine event every single week, your whole family has to just let you have that wine event because they know you're busy. I agree. Yeah. It It just works out. I got wine club this week. I'm sorry. It's on the calendar. I (laughs) (laughs) I got wine guild this week. I'm sorry, I, I just paid for this wine and cheese pairing class that I'm attending by myself. I mean, I think it helps that you have kids that are of age. <laughs> they can kind of fend for themselves. <laughs> you know, if there was ever a blessing to have like a house full of teenagers, this is where it's at. Yeah. It's like our time now. You know, I paid my dues. I changed a lot of diapers. Yes. I provided free psychological services. Yes. <laughs> My God, I have stressed to and your agonized. own house and other neighborhood children. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I have fed a lot of children. You have You're my witness, right? <laughs> you have fed a lot of children. There's always like we there's have a... all fed a lot of children. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a second freezer in this house for a reason. There it's is. for the neighborhood. Dang. Listen, um, look, we've already we're we've already lying now. We've already <laughs> we've already like gone off on a sidebar. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna move on. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. So, so yeah, we're talking about Wine Guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we went to the Wine Guild, my yeah. once-a-month Wine Guild, and I have strong-armed, coerced, gently yeah. nudged Michelle nudged. into joining me. It's a good nudge. Into the Wine Guild. It, yeah, look, it's, it's awesome. a brilliant proposition. It is. And I think every local wine store should do this. They it should. is $5. Yeah, $5. $5. $5. That yeah. is a flipping deal. <laughs> And we get to drink six wines. Six wines. Yeah. And then there's one guy, if you nudge him the right way or flirt, who will give you second pours. Yes. Yeah. I don't know his name, but no. but he's we holy. We need to know his name. Because both times I've been, he's given me second pours. He's always good. Yes. And um, I feel like all their names are just very generic American names. Like yeah. Mike. <laughs> Bob. Joe. <laughs> But you know, like tonight's wine guild was a little pricey. They were they were gearing up for the holidays. They were they were like 
I'm looking at the little list yeah, there. Yeah, they give like us a little fourteen to twenty-two dollars a bottle, and of course, the one we like the most, the two like we like the most, were twenty-two. So. Yeah, go figure. I don't know. We if would that have says a lot about our. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, you know what though? Um, none of these are in the price point. Um, that we normally talk about yeah. in this podcast. And, and, and please bear with us because mm-hmm. we will talk about a really good wine that is in a price point. Right. But just for those of you interested, um, we will run down what's on the list and yeah. kind of give you our perspective because it is a holiday season, right? Yes. And I think you tend to spend a little more yeah. you know, with family, friends. So I think yeah. it's worthwhile to pick out a few that we thought were really, really great out yeah. of this selection. Um yeah, it's a holiday season for multiple cultures, multiple, you know, mm-hmm. religions. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times it makes for a very nice present. Mm-hmm. Or if you get invited to a holiday meal and you're not doing the cooking, it's always a good yeah. idea to... Bring something. Yeah, mm-hmm. to pick up a classy bottle. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run through this, and I think also just... I think this is a great idea in general. Mm-hmm. So for those of you out there, maybe thinking about doing a little bit of a wine guild of your own, each of you could bring a wine... And maybe do like a cheese pairing or something yeah. like that. Wine tasting. Yeah, it would be a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they always start out with a pre-tasting. It's usually like a Brut or a Prosecco. Mm-hmm. And the Prosecco they had this evening, I really enjoyed. It was good. It's uh, it's called Zardetto. Mm-hmm. And it's Italian, Prosecco. You know, so it's yeah, Italian. I tend to think like champagne is kind of like dry. Mm-hmm. Like kind of doesn't have I don't know kind of dry like not a lot of personality yeah this Proseccos one, are a bit more fun though yeah yeah this was good this one's thirteen ninety nine at this store so I can't speak to maybe what that would be like at your local distributor mm-hmm. but um one of the interesting things about the Sardetto I don't know if you remember I was very sober at this point <laughs> Yeah, but um, I think he said that they were the first distributor to bring Prosecco to the United States. Yes, yep. Um, I remember him saying that. Most likely, that probably was through New York. That would be my guess. Mm -hmm. Some New York Italians were like, we don't need the champagne, we need a Prosecco. Prosecco. And and that's how it went. It had personality. Mm -hmm. I did. I thought it was a really, I thought $13.99 was a good price point. Um, I almost bought a bottle because my father enjoys Prosecco mm-hmm. for the holiday meals. Mm-hmm. I, and could, then, I could see, like, mimosas with yeah. it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, brunches. It was, and It was a good palate cleanser to start the, start the taste. The only hesitation I have was just, like, I've bought a lot of wine lately, and I don't need Israel Palencia to divorce me over wine, <laughs> <laughs> over wine purchases. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had, to, we had to limit our choices. Yeah. yeah. We have to be like harmony. We have to have a harmony in our budget. Yeah. Um, but man, we got to talk about the the white oh, that they yeah. selected. Mm-hmm. So do you want to let it rip, Michelle? Because that stuff was amazing. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, we tried the first wine, white wine on the list was a Arsonist Chardonnay. And I was pretty skeptical because I'm not mm. a Chardonnay person me either i don't Um, need a bunch of buttery oak no very dry like (laughs) yeah you know like lip Mm -mm. puckering like not really i've had a lot of bad chardonnays that's the truth so um very skeptical but the first sip i took i was like game changer wow yeah i looked at virginia and i was like 
Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is so good. I bought a bottle. Um, yeah. It's called Arsonist. Mm-hmm. So Arsonist Chardonnay and in our area was twenty one ninety nine. Yeah. But my God, if you have anybody who appreciates mm-hmm. Chardonnay yeah. and you want to give them a gift, I thought this was mm-hmm. really um yeah. really delicious. And of mm-hmm. course Michelle ended up buying I bought a bottle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll indulge in Christmas maybe. One of the beauties of our wine guild is they give you a big fat discount if you buy six bottles that evening. Yeah. So Michelle and I have come up with a policy just to go go have yeah. six. Yeah. Well, this is the second time mm-hmm. we've done that. That's so. what friends do. And yeah. then we need to cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Absolutely. The next red, I was like, eh. Eh. Yeah. I don't even know if it's worth talking about. No. Um, but no. they gave us, uh, it's called Casa Santos OMG Portugal. I think I actually went for the second round on that one. And I did it just because he was trying to empty the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I be honest. Myself. Yeah, you, you, you refused. I you was like, like, I'm mm, good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I should have waited for the second, the second choice. Um, what but. did you think? The next red we had was the Oak Farm Cabernet Sauv out of California. Mm. It was okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. It was but okay. the, the red that we fell in love with, mm-hmm. oh man. It was good. The Venta de Puerto. And that's the one you wanted to yes. try. You were excited. I was excited the whole night because Michelle is a good enough friend to know. She could have looked at that list already yeah. and knew <laughs> yeah. which one, that's one. That's the I one. was going to be mm-hmm. excited about. Yeah. yeah, the Venta de Puerto, number 12 from Spain, twenty one ninety nine. Yep. Holy shit! Right on the dot. Yep. It was, and it was funny because you could you could see like the room in my mind was divided in two camps. You had the people that were excited, like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. like the mm-hmm. guy with the twirly mustache, <laughs> like a villain. Um, Ernie, from Ernie, New York, Ernie. That's when we struck up the conversation yeah, yeah. with him. Twenty five mm-hmm. years at the Department of Defense, Ernie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who was really veiled about what his actual job was, which tells me. <laughs> It wasn't really the Department of Defense, but whatever. I know. Ernie from Brooklyn. Yeah, Ernie. Yep. Um, and then the other half who were like, oh, this is way too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not amateur wine. And that's kind of the fun about going to these things because you just never know like, yeah. what you're going to get there. I yeah. like it for the crowd reaction yeah. oh, almost yeah. as much as I like just to try something new. Yeah. And um, the crowd there is hysterical because, listen, um, just for context, <laughs> we live uh, we live in a small suburban town mm-hmm. that borders an area that never by any league of the ima- imagination mm-hmm. could be considered fancy. Yeah. <laughs> right? So right. for anybody just in our there neighborhood. <laughs> to get like shitty or like full of themselves about wine, I'm like, Check yourself. Check yourself. Yeah. Check yourself. You have no context. You can't see my hand gesture, <laughs> but I'm like putting the hand up like, check yourself. Yeah, you have no like, context. You have really? No, yeah. This yeah. is like the land of pig farming. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the place to right. get uppity. Exactly. I realize you've been to Germany once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Or Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was very quick to mention that, you know. Yeah, but because Michelle and I have been to more than one foreign country and we're very fancy, fancy. we had the wisdom to be quiet about yes. it. <laughs> Cheers to that too. Yeah. So what three countries? Yeah, yeah. Four, so four so countries. Just yeah. perspective. Yeah. Just perspective. Um, yeah. So there definitely was a, a camp of people that really aren't into that that complicated yeah. red. But man, 
that that red wine sits mm-hmm. with you a while mm-hmm. if you ever spring for it. Um, and that was the one they they recommended opening. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. in advance, too. he said he made a yeah. joke. He goes, "You know, you know how your grandma always keeps red wine for like two <laughs> weeks, and you're and you wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole." Yeah. He's like, "This one you would because you would. it just yeah. The longer it aerates, the longer it sits around, just the better it gets. I miss like a lasagna on the third yeah, day. Absolutely. And um and it's funny because the first pass that we had with it mm-hmm. was a bottle that had been aerated for quite some time mm-hmm. and my god that was really delicious mm-hmm. and then the second pass we got was one that was just open and we could see a marked difference totally. mm-hmm. now granted i was a little in my cups but the moment somebody mentioned i was yes. like yeah that it that that is a it difference. does mm-hmm. israel doesn't know it but i treated him to a bottle of that yes um, yes and i believe that was a blend mm-hmm. of a variety of grapes of tempranillo yes yep a little bit of Syrah, mm-hmm. all the heavy hitting stuff yep. that when I do get an email who's like, do you ever review anything other than red heavy wines? <laughs> no. Short answer, rarely. <laughs> <laughs> so any of those of you still hanging mm-hmm. in, yeah. um, if you can get access to it, it was a real treat. Yeah. Tell them what and it is then, again one more time. Oh yeah. Venta de Puerto, number 12, it's out of Spain. Mm-hmm. Spanish blend. And I want to say it was, um, it's a it's a region that's literally right next to one of the very famous wine regions, mm. Catalayut. Um, so our last podcast, uh, Israel and I were referencing the San Gregorio out of that, and okay. that is just such a delicious mm. region. And what I always like about the Spanish reds, and why I always go back to them too, they're relatively cheap because I feel like the United States hasn't caught on yet. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows France, so they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to drop $30 or $40 on a Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. But you get this amazing Spanish red for 12 yeah. bucks, And in my to. mind... You don't have to. You don't have to at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it was really elegant and rich and, yeah. and had a real spicy finish. Mm-hmm. So then they, the wackadoodle thing they did at the end. Yeah. They always end normally with a heavy, heavy, heavy I thought it was really weird that we had had that conversation right before that, too. Because I was asking, like, why would they end with a Riesling? That's the first thing when we saw the paper. Like, what are they doing? Why are they ending with a Riesling? Because it was (gasps) usually really sweet. And then it had all these, like, it had this note, like, it was supposed to taste like sweet potato. It was supposed to taste like everything Thanksgiving. I forgot to taste for it. I did, too. Ernie distracted me. Yes. So they end with the Riesling. Yeah. And he... And his rationale was he hates to end on such a heavy-hitting red and have that be the last taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes Riesings and soft Blancs get lost in the translation when you're doing like a tasting yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Riesings, but this was the right way to go. So we had a Riesing at the end. So do you think that the, yeah, do you think it following the red like made it less? I'm wondering if it would be sweeter if you started it out at the beginning or... Yeah, I don't know. You know. I don't know. It would, you know, it was. I'd be interest- interested to see, like, yeah. trying it the other way, how it would be, you know, because I didn't think it was sickly sweet. I didn't either. Having it at the end. And normally, I kind of I knee jerk uh, avoid rieslings like the plague because I do too. I'm not now. a sweet person. That's my, not my palate. Right my now. taste, yeah, my palate has changed mm-hmm. over the last few years. Like rieslings are just too much for me, but. It's the way almost, this happened, I it's appreciated almost like, it. It's almost like, well, when I went to France, it was, it was years ago, but they, it's like you layer your wine. What like, do you mean by layering with, your wine? Well, with, your, with whatever meal you're having, you have your pre-dinner 
wine and you have your dinner wine and you have your dessert wine and you so have your after. So tell me about these meals you had in France, Michelle. <laughs> do you even recall them? Um, yes, I do. Can you tell me all about them? But at one point, I think I had four bottles, four glasses of wine in front of me. Damn. Yeah. They have different, yeah, with every different part of your meal, you have a different wine. Because so I think that's kind of the key. Like you layer, you layer it. Yeah. You kind of layer it. Like your taste change with every type of food. Cheese, bread. I don't know. Like my my context is vastly different. Yeah. So from the Italian American side of my family, it's just a vino. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, every time I've been to to Spain, it's like vino. <laughs> I mean, so like, you like for lunch for dinner yeah. for whatever. Now I'm sure there's a lot more elegant way to to happen, and maybe that's just the circles that I mean it depends I on what you're eating, I guess. You know, I suppose. Like, I know. No way. We had that red. It was like lamb. You know, like we that's were thinking, absolutely a fact. I you know, think like I white. Th- the the white would be really good with fish. Yeah, definitely know? like the pairings for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm trying to to suggest, like in my crude, like three bottles mm-hmm. in way, yeah. <laughs> is I come from such a like red wine dominant yeah. context. <clears throat> that, that's yeah. That it's just like oh okay that it's. That's actually a, a space where I have a lot, lot to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. I went to like a wine and cheese pairing, and I realized like people really get this, and I don't. I really want to do at that. All. I really want to do that. Yeah. And so I think that that's maybe that's a goal for me for twenty twenty. But I think for me, like wine, like I may not be like certain wines may not be like my taste, but I think with the right paired with the right food, it makes sense. It makes sense. The food brings out the different, like I said, the. You know, having like <laughs> spice box. <laughs> I just want to point out that like Michelle's I doing know. all of these hand gestures. <laughs> I'm friends. As if you can see them. Yeah. She's doing all these hand gestures as if you could understand the spice like box. Yeah, this is like this is a part for the spices and this is a part for the cheeses and this is a, the the spots for the wine. And then she at the same time is making time to pet the dog who's very love Henry. Yeah. yeah loves. Um yeah. And then we just need to do that. Like Wine and cheese. Do you and- think, and again, just for context, our listeners, our street is 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 a beer drinking street. I th- Michelle and I yeah. are a lonely island on lonely a beer island. drinking street. Yeah, I think there'd be people that would be they would be happy to join us on our wine expedition. Um, what if well, if we paired it with fried chicken? <laughs> <laughs> With fast food fried um, chicken. And we're talking, talking probably a box of wine. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for years about doing like a fried chicken challenge. Yes, oh my gosh. I talk this up big every year around 4th of July. You have July. to find the wine for, bo- <laughs> for fried chicken. <laughs> and then I just run out of steam. I figure Merlot, right? Merlot goes right. with everything. Everything. Yeah, oh everything, gosh, everything. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I think, I think maybe that should be like a 2020 goal. So we've Me talked too. a lot about the wine guild, but we haven't talked about the wine that, listen, we drank all these wines at Wine Guild, yeah. um, which was fun. Yes. It was a good time. Yes. Just a quick recap. The, mm-hmm. If you want to do some holiday shopping, mm-hmm. the Arsonist Chardonnay at $21.99. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And these, this is from two people that don't drink Chardonnay on the yeah. regular. So wow. one out of 10, what would you rate it? Uh, for a Chardonnay, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. That's what I would say. To the point where if it's summertime now, I would reach for that mm-hmm. if I had somebody coming over that yeah. I really wanted to make them feel special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And the Venta del Puerto, mm-hmm. number 12 mm-hmm. from Spain, also twenty one ninety nine for us. Yeah. Was, was again, it was I feel like we have a, like, really close taste buds when it we comes to We do. We really <laughs> have a similar wine. palette. Yeah. So we should probably return to the cheap wine the portion cheap wine. <laughs> of this podcast. Yes. I know it sounds like I just live and breathe everything Trader let me, Joe's. Let me pronounce it first the okay. wrong way. <laughs> Let's do this. Six ninety nine. We found this at Trader Joe's. Monte Duque. <laughs> okay. Is that right? Okay, a little little off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We looked up the correct pronunciation. That yeah, would yeah. be Virginia's. <laughs> uh-huh. Twenty fourteen. How would you say that word at the bottom of the label, Michelle? Cariena. Cariena. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was okay. wrong. So Monte Ducai yeah. Carignana. It's a red wine blend. Mm-hmm. Or for Americans, Monte Ducai mm-hmm. Carignana. Yes. Red wine blend. Uh, 13.5% alcohol. Let <laughs> <laughs> um, me again. It's a good bang for your it dollar. It is a reserva. It mm-hmm. is a reserva, so mm-hmm. that's nice. And it was six ninety I'll say that again yeah. for the 500th time. Where at? Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yeah, they, you know, they, they do a really good job. Very nice package. Yeah, yeah it comes nice in package. this really cool, like, yellow label. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks real fancy. It does look fancy. Um, but let's actually talk about the wine itself okay. and what you think. What do you think? Um, I think it's, I think, I like it. it yeah. Was, it's a little, it, you can taste the spices. Yeah. Little peppery spices. I'm smelling it. Hold on, I'm getting mm-hmm. the nose in the bouquet. Mm-hmm. I smell cherry. I think we need to bring in some spices in our wine. But it's smooth as far as like... It really is. It is smooth. For six ninety nine, mm-hmm. that is smooth. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. It's it's a little spicy, a little peppery. Yeah. But smooth. It's not... I think it's got a good balance and mm-hmm. a good finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. beautiful cherry, red mm-hmm. tinted with brick overtones. Mm-hmm. What is a brick overtone, Michelle? I'm going to take another taste. <laughs> Brick overtones. Delicate on the nose. I that's would not a delicate, word that would jump out at me. Long, lingering aftertaste. I would think that's like the spicy part of it. But brick? Brick. <laughs> there's, this, there's this trend right now in like wine reviews to say chewy. What the flip is chewy? That is mm, not an appetizing... Not for wine. Descriptor for chewy. me. Chewy. I don't think I want my wine to be chewy. I kind of feel the same about brick. I'm not feeling No, feeling brick. brick overtones. No. Brick is like, <laughs> yeah. boom, stop eating your tracks. Like brick? Brick. Brick. Yeah. All right, so we brought some cheese out to pair with this mm-hmm. lovely red blend. And it's a cheddar and gruyere. Mm, cheddar melange. Cheddar melange. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get, let's get, now um, you went to France. Did you learn French? I was, yes. I had th- three years in high school and then wow. in college, six months before I went, I took another class. That's amazing. When I was there, the family I was stayed with <laughs> required us to half the meal speak French, half the meal speak English. Okay. So I had to speak in French when I spoke. And your distant roots are French Canadian as well, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's part of your very slang French, <laughs> <laughs> but still, but still, you know what I mean. Part of mm-hmm. your family story, which so it was kind of cool, though. I mean, because mm-hmm. being over there, you kind of if you're speaking it a lot, you you know pick it. I don't know as 
I can't remember half of what I knew then. <laughs> but it was kind of cool, though. I took yeah. four years of French in high school, and I can read French very efficiently. Wow, that's But cool. I have difficulty speaking, speaking it. I can't speak it at all. It's a very difficult. Which is embarrassing. It's, it's one of the but hardest. the accent and yeah. everything, and um, I always just feel like I'm a nuisance if I try almost, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time understanding it, except for a word here or a word there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the same, or I would imagine they were. They they were. It was very heavy French Mm -hmm. over there in Belgium. So um, it was hard, but I was there for three weeks. So it's you kind of, you know, you're living it. You kind of pick it up. Yeah. So if I had been there longer, I probably would have been a lot more fluent. But is that a goal? Maybe to get that fluency again one day, or maybe that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. Um, the only good my French has ever done me is in Montreal. I could order a, a pain de chocolat at the Tim Hortons. <laughs> and um, That's awesome. When we traveled in France, um, we chose to speak Spanish most of the time because we were <laughs> trying to not really be uh, to flag as American or ping as American. Mm-hmm. Whenever I tried to speak in French, they were just like, just shut up. <laughs> like, Lady, Stop. it's just quicker. <laughs> Because I learned that, like, I learned that I can't go from language one to two to three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't have the ability to flip the switch. Yeah. Yeah. In three different ways. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah. So it was just... So, Michelle, if you were going to recommend this $6.99 bottle of wine, would Mm -hmm. you? Um, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. For $6.99. Yeah, so definitely. for the price point, definitely mm-hmm. is yeah. worth consideration. Yeah. But let's just take price out of it. Okay. Let's take another sip and see would this be something you would want to okay. drink. Mm-hmm. Price accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. This might be the wine guild talking and um, probably the fact that we've consumed 500 liters of I think wine. It... <laughs> <laughs> I think six ninety nine is good. Yeah. And like I said, paired with... Paired with the cheese or <laughs> the correct um, appetizer might be, you might know, be a good. 10. Might be good <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So for all you um, wine connoisseurs out there. <laughs> which we're not a part which of. Which we're not, but we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. I can't figure out if I'm just on a wine journey or if I'm just trying to subsidize my wine habit. I think it's like all part of the same, you know. Yeah. You know? What is it about middle-aged women and It's wine? like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> what is it about middle-aged women It's and like wine? wine and just, I think it's about, like, experiences and friends, friendship. What is it with the American <laughs> woman? I'm holding a piece of wine in my cheese and like, uh, wait, no. I'm holding, a, <laughs> I'm holding a piece of cheese in, in my hand. And like gesticulating? That's why we drink. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? But you ever notice that like women in middle age, uh, the middle age, let's say like 30s to 50s, Mm -hmm. are really enchanted with wine in the United States. What is happening here? I think it's the total experience. I think it's, for me, I think just, when I went to Belgium, that was my big first wine experience. Oh, okay. And I was... <clears throat> let's see, 25 at the time, yeah. which was pretty young um, before I was married. Still babies, like the whole, like, you know, you fall in love with the whole French 
thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but for me, ever since then, it's been, like, the total experience. The wine, the food, the people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that totally just makes the difference. And, I mean, you could have a really crappy, cheap bottle of wine. Yeah. And given the people or the food that you're eating could be, like, the best experience. I think that's absolutely right. Um, <clears throat> I have quite a number of teenagers in my home at this time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always try to convey to them is that, you know, a lot of times in American culture, it's all about drink till you get drunk, like yeah. the binge drinking and stuff. Yeah. And I always try to explain to them that, like, in my family's culture or in other cultures, mm-hmm. it's really more about that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you'll notice that we only drink wine when there's other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When there's a meal involved or, right. like, a special occasion. And I think you're right. I don't think it matters how expensive or, or cheap that bottle of wine is. Yeah. It's really more about the, the experience that you have. Mm-hmm. So do you think that, like, all of us middle-aged women are just chasing that experience? (laughs) (laughs) Or do you think that some of us are chasing something else? I think we're we're all, like, chasing the experiences of trying to find that common ground. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, you know. I think for for me... To to be self-assured that you're, you know, not alone in this journey, like... You know, the like, journey of life or the journey of wine drinking? Um, well, could be either. I mean, yeah. life in general, motherhood, whatever connects you, you know, could be whatever connects you. Could be that you both like Monte Duquet. <laughs> Reserva <laughs> 2014. Yeah. <laughs> and we're yeah. all together. <laughs> Most of us are on a budget. That's for sure, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> we have a pretty unique neighborhood situation here so don't we it's such a blessing and um and i hope for anybody and we're all different in our backgrounds isn't that so you know that's so true but we all like find some common ground to you know come together you know what i really think it is and i and i think it's a really interesting experiment and i apologize for listeners kind of just taking you on this with us but (laughs) um it's easy to forget that the microphone is here sometimes but we all have really different experiences, mm-hmm. but I think the one thing that we get is the idea of being collective mm-hmm. and working together. Yeah. And I think one thing that the world is really lacking is the idea of working together as mm-hmm. a community. I think we're all actually like kind of aching for that. Yeah. And um, some of us have had that more than others in either our cultures or like our mm-hmm. experiences, but um, something that's really beautiful about that and about us is that idea of like we come together on the regular and and have food together or drink together or you know when something goes down we're just there for it's kind of fellowship like the bottom line is Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's finding the common the common uh common ground and like wine is like so integral to Mm -hmm. that yeah since More so than anything else, I think. Yeah, I think that that's really true, too. I just think, yeah, and kind of getting off subject, but I think, like, we all go through so much in our lives that it's like we kind of pick up bits and pieces of each other's, like, there's people that, you know, you may not see or spend a lot of time with, but there's certain times when, I don't know, it's like, it's kind of a cool little Well, I think that's the point of community here. is to, like, yeah. celebrate each other's joys and, and be there for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, in each other's pain <clears throat> mm-hmm. and always watch out for each other's children. Mm-hmm. Like that's really, you know, you're in a good space when you do that. Yeah. 
to me, wine is always a symbol of celebration yeah. and just kind of life. And that's mm-hmm. just all mixed up in that for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And if you can get that at six. <laughs> Monte <laughs> Duquet. Let me we're try to gonna, say it we're again. We're not going to pronounce this. Kerry Nyenna. It's gorgeous, Michelle. Is that right? Well, it's you know, going, going back to like the, the community and the wine guild and me strong arming you mm-hmm. into every single weekend it's effort right. of my wine journey, <laughs> I really appreciate you. Cheers. And, uh, cheers. Oh, you're almost empty. All right. Salud. Salud. I need more. And to you listeners, I, uh, I wish you nothing but good wine this week and good times. Salute. And I hope you find your community. And if you don't, you're always part of ours. Yes. Have a great week.